0: How do you take on digital marketing for your business? One bite at a time. Hey there, and welcome to the Pancake DigiBytes podcast, where each week we share tips and tricks for successful digital marketing and interview other business owners about their learning moments and successes with marketing. Here now, your host. Hello, hello, good morning everybody, good afternoon or good evening, depending on the time of day you're listening to this. And welcome to the Pancake Digibytes podcast. This is Rhianna M. Hill here, excited to share another fantastic guest with you today as part of our Breakfast With series, interviewing other business owners. We have the wonderful Joey here. Joey Vitali is a trademark attorney, also known as a brand legitimizer, very cool. For online entrepreneurs, emerging thought leaders, and course creators. With his law firm and his courses, Joey helps online business owners call legal dibs on their brand name and signature methods so they never have to worry about losing their brand overnight. Joey has helped thousands of entrepreneurs and has spoken all over the country to help business owners stay safe and thriving, including yours truly. So, hello Joey, how are you?
1: Hey Liana, I'm stoked to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Well, where in the world are ya?
1: So I'm in Chicago. Um, but it feels weird right now, right? Like I haven't actually experienced Chicago outside of my apartment for like three weeks now.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Especially for a bustling city. That's quite a change.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's uh, busy and crowded enough where I live that um, I get jealous when I see people like at least in their yards right now. I'm like, I can't really step outside without thinking about things.
0: Yeah, that's tough. I'm very lucky to have a yard right now. I take that for, I do not take that for granted anymore. Wonderful. Well, let's go ahead and dive right in, kicking this off with a very, very important question. How do you like your pancakes?
1: So I like my pancakes. (laughs) This might sound weird, but like plain, like I really like pancakes And my wife and I joke about the fact that like she will put syrup all over them. And I'm like, do you really like pancakes or do you just like syrup?
0: Oh, yep. That sounds like my husband. Any kind of uh, vehicle for syrup is delicious. Yeah.
1: I mean, I will put stuff on it every once in a while, but like I'm a, if it's like a really good restaurant or something, as much as possible, like I just want like the basic version of their pancakes.
0: Who kind of a pancake purist. Yeah. All right. I can get on board with that. Very cool.
1: Sounds really pinky up of me, but.
0: (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. Um, That's a first. We haven't had that one yet. So I love the different variations. Yeah. Um, Well, tell us a little bit about who you are as a person. What makes Joey, Joey?
1: Oh man. Well, um, for the longest time I told myself that I hated conflict. And, um, that surprises most people to hear because of the fact that I'm a lawyer, but the reality is my dad, um, told me that he would buy me a car if I either went to law school or joined the family construction business. So, um, I decided that I hated concrete enough <laughs> to try law school. Oh my. And, um, quickly learned that the courtroom scene wasn't for me. Um, any business owners that are really wanting a shark to support them in court. Like I'm not your guy, but I have learned that the flip side of that, um, is that a lot of business owners are looking for someone who's just more approachable, who can help them more proactively keep their business safe and focus on the right stuff while they're thriving. And so, uh, it was a surprise and a real pleasure to, to find out that, um, me not being so great at arguing made me a really great lawyer for those types of business owners who are looking for that kind of help. Um, and, and now I'm kind of transitioning from saying that I, I hate conflict to I hate conflict that I don't know how to resolve. Mm-hmm. And I think what a lot of litigation lawyers will tell you is that it's frustrating at that point because people are already upset nobody really wins by the time someone's in the litigation. And so what my team and I try and do is we solve legal problems before it gets to a point where nobody wins.
0: Definitely. It's uh, prevention is the best cure. Yeah. Excellent. Well, that's a really good segue into telling us a bit about your business.
1: Yeah. So um, the law firm started, man, was it three or four years ago? Um, like I said, I, I knew that I didn't want to do courtroom stuff anymore. Um, but I knew that I also wanted to help entrepreneurs, and so we started kind of what I called like a kitchen sink business law firm. Whatever kind of business need people wanted, we were there to help them with and After a year or so of working with um over a hundred clients one to one and having a Facebook group with thousands of entrepreneurs in it, we realized that so many of our friends and clients were getting blindsided by this whole trademarks thing. And so we decided to pivot the entire firm to really just focus on trademarks and then um, really raise awareness of how we can make sure that business owners are thinking about this because like so many things, and I know that you can, you can probably go on all day when it comes to Facebook ads and marketing, but there's so much that we don't know. We don't know. And It can be a really uh, scary thing to think that you as the business owner are in charge of knowing what issues to ask all of these different experts about.
0: Definitely. I can agree with that. There is so much that we don't know that we don't know. Um, Well, with that shift of starting your own business, what has been your favorite memory as being a business owner so far?
1: Oh, man. So one, I never thought that I would run my own business, let alone my own law firm. Um, But when I started my own business, I wasn't really thinking about the fact that like I could be building a team and be building like a a culture and a real brand around what I'm doing. And uh, a couple of years ago, my team had our first in-person retreat. And I think that still stands out to me as like just a huge highlight that like not only was this something that, you know, I came up with as like a spark of an idea that could help me make some money if I couldn't find a job when I moved to Chicago to, you know, really building a team of, I mean, we have an awesome family now on the indie law side and um, just being a part of making that happen and leading it is probably my favorite part of the whole business thing,
0: awesome. Is that uh, kind of hand in hand with what you enjoy about being a business owner?
1: I think so. Yeah i I've learned that the the really authentic, genuine business owners out there will tell you that no one really knows what they're doing, <laughs> and that might be scary for you to like even hear a lawyer say. So if you're like <laughs> leaning back, like stick with me, um, but. <laughs> I think a lot of people are afraid of building a team because you don't, you don't want them to mess up. You don't know if you can trust them. And, um, when we started building our team, I just had the right coaching in place, the right mentors who really gave me the courage to just be transparent with the entire team about things that I didn't know about where I needed help and where, you know, I was inviting them to figure stuff out with me. Yeah. And, um, it's really fun to have that be your like business like workday culture where um, when something goes wrong, instead of trying to figure out whose fault it is or blame someone or blame a client or whatever it is, just be really solutions oriented and say, okay, what's the lesson that we learned here so that we can keep getting better?
0: Absolutely, yeah. I think that that's a creates a more interesting culture to work in than maybe some of those environments that we started out in. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, sure. Wonderful. Well, let's shift a little bit here into the sticky stuff. Yeah. What are some <laughs> of the major challenges that you've had in business that you've had to overcome, or perhaps you're still working on?
1: Mm. One. Is it okay that like we stay like business and not like legal stuff? Of course. Okay. Awesome. Absolutely. I think that the main one that I'm continuing to relearn is that. You know when you start your business and you feel like you like you not only don't know what you're doing but you don't know who out there can help you. Yes, and you're just like desperate for someone to give you some sense of direction. Yes. And oh. sorry, I.
0: City <laughs> I, I live, life. Woo.
1: <laughs> I live right by Lakeshore Drive, and so one of the only like five cars on the road right now is an ambulance.
0: Of course, so, you know. <laughs>
1: Um, where was I? Oh, so once, once you start to find that expert or that free resource and whatever it is, you start to have some sense of steps that you can take. And what has happened to me and I know has happened to a lot of my business owner friends is soon we go from not having any sense of direction on how we want to move forward to having all of these different groups and resources and consultants and coaches giving us recommendations. And if you're anything like me and there's a part of you, even though you're not in school anymore, where like you want to be the the favorite student in the class or you want to be that person who gets the gold star, like you want to make all of these different people who are helping you with your business happy. Um, And so I've had to be more mindful of the inputs that I have, whether it's coaches, resources, um, you know, just kind of who I'm letting help me in business in general, or in a certain type of business. Um, because I found that most resources are helpful if you execute them, but the more hands you get in the fire, the more people are in the kitchen. Um, the harder it is to finish all of the stuff that you're being told to do.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And, I. You know it's so important to take action, but I think you've probably encountered this too when you have so many different experts talking to you. There can be conflicting information sometimes, yeah. or even it just conflicts with what you believe that you should do for your own business, and that can kind of muddle it up a little bit too, right,
1: yeah. and so one one thing that I found to be super helpful, and I know that you're creating this culture already is if you can find a group of people who can help your business in different ways that yeah. are all um, kind of on the same page of the type of business that they work with. Yeah. Then, sure. then there's less of a conflict when you're getting help from those different people.
0: Conflict resolution, your specialty. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Avoiding it. <laughs> um, perfect. Well, so any big wins from that though?
1: I've noticed that not only do you get to um, start to see your credit card statements every month go down because you, have, you can then, from a place of like real integrity, start discontinuing services and get your budgets down so that you don't have these overlapping expenses in the same things, um, but then you also get a better ROI on each of those. Sure, Yeah. So that can really help with budgeting, with projecting, and just saying, you know, I know that if I invest in this course and take action on it, and I kind of do it in a vacuum, that I will get two, three, 10x the result of what I paid for.
0: Absolutely. Focusing really hard on that one class, that one topic, and seeing the great results from it, as well as not having the expense of having bought 10 different classes that you never did anything wow. with.
1: Well, and are yeah. you familiar with like the Dunning-Kruger effect?
0: No, please explain it to us.
1: So it's said in a couple of different ways. Um, the simple version is the, the more experienced somebody is at something, the lower they would score themselves as an expert in that topic. Okay. Because sure. The more they realize they don't know in it. And mm-hmm. so if you kind of take that idea and you put a graph around it, then the more competence you have on a topic, the less confidence you have in it. Okay. And so... I say this because this is the context for why people start buying tons and tons of programs on the same thing is once they start learning more about it, they realize that there's a lot that they don't know. They start not being able to see as much results as they thought that they would get when they joined the program or the coach or whatever. And they think that somebody else just has a different, better blueprint that they need to invest in. Absolutely. And so part of managing that input is... Sticking with whoever it is that you invested in, even when you start to lose confidence and you start to see other shiny objects.
0: Absolutely. That can be a lot easier said than done, too. Right. Wonderful. Well, let's shift gears here a little bit and talk about some of your first jobs. What were they, and did they help you in any way get to where you're at now?
1: My, oh, geez. So, (laughs) um, My, I guess my first like actual job was working for my dad at his like construction site where every night we would load and unload trucks with like construction equipment. Um, Again, I learned that I didn't want to be in construction. I feel like a a lot of the jobs that I had and like classes and everything in the past was just like figuring out stuff I didn't want to do. Like that really helped me clarify what I did want to do. Um, But I guess the, one of the first jobs that I had where I really felt like I, I learned a lot was in college, I was a writing tutor. Okay. And um, it's crazy even now just to see how, I don't think people real. I think now people are wishing that they would have paid more attention in like English class.
0: Sure. Um,
1: because once you build, especially in online business, you see how important marketing is and how much, just messaging and copy drives so much of that part of your business.
0: Absolutely. A few words here or there can make such a statistical difference. Right. That's true. Well, knowing some more of what you know now, I guess a little bit is pay more attention to English class, but uh, what kind of advice would you give someone who's just getting started? Or perhaps what's something that you wish you knew when you got started?
1: There, are... be careful in identifying when somebody is being a real coach with you and a mentor or um, more of a consultant. Um mm. I've learned that the best coaches and mentors and people who have helped me in my business have, um, they don't really give me advice. They just ask really good questions. Yeah. And the more advice givers you have around you, the more it feels like you, there's a bunch of stuff that you should be doing, that there's, um, like one way to success and one way to do it. Right. And the great thing about starting your own company is like, there are no rules. I mean, again, like I started a law firm, like I have ethical rules that I have to abide by, but (laughs) like you get to design your business the way that you want to. Yeah. And I like what you said earlier about, you know, um, sometimes you're being told stuff just doesn't really resonate as true with your gut. And um, like, just lean into what you want to do. When we, when we started our firm, Um, I was kind of scared to not go in the direction of it being like a super official looking law firm brand. And I wasn't sure if business owners would take me seriously or not, or what would happen. And I was really surprised, not only at the business owners that were like, oh my gosh, like it was really refreshing to see this, but so many lawyers have reached out to me and been like, how can I build a more human brand as well?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. Um, well, i love to throw this next random question in here yeah. just to see, uh, kind of shift gears again. But um, what is one unique skill you have or something you know how to do that most people don't?
1: So I don't know how to snap my fingers. Like I, like I can't snap. Okay. Um, but because of that, I have learned how to do something else with my hand that makes a noise Okay. It's not snapping, but I, I don't think anybody else can do it just cuz I had to learn it so that I could like make noise in my like, class when people said like you have to start snapping.
0: Does it sound like a snap? It's
1: Does that sound, does like, a snap? sound like a snap? Yeah. Yeah, it's I know you can't see this. Um, but I'm not doing the the typical snap. Yeah. The... Thing. Yeah, I can't do that. Okay. So I have to do something else with my hands to make a noise.
0: It's kind of like a reverse a reverse snap. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very intuitive. (laughs) That's a, that's a good one. (laughs) Um, all right. Well, a little bit back on track here, but what are some things that really inspire you to do some of your best work? Hmm.
1: Good question. Um, for me, I think it, um, it goes back to this idea of this team that I'm building um and sometimes that can go into it like an unhealthy space, like what can I do to make sure that I'm helping people put food on their plates type of thing. Um, in terms of just like the business surviving. But um it's it's really a cool feeling to know that you are kind of spearheading something that an entire group is helping you do. And um I have learned that if I can create a really amazing high integrity culture of people that I'm working with, like the rest is all downhill from there.
0: Absolutely. It's a pretty powerful feeling when other people not only see your vision, but buy into it so much so that they help you make it
1: come true. Absolutely.
0: Cool. Well, is there anything else you would like to share with us today?
1: I don't think so, man, those were some great questions.
0: <laughs> cool. Thank you. Yeah. It's always, it always creates a fun conversation. Um, perfect. Well, let's wrap this up by you letting, going ahead and letting us know where we can find you if, uh, if folks want to know more.
1: Sure. So um, the, I guess the easiest place to find me um, and are, is your audience mostly on Facebook or Instagram all over the place?
0: Um honestly all over the place as soon as i think it's one thing all of a sudden i see something else Okay I loved well, it
1: um, either way you can find me pretty much anywhere on social media except for Twitter i think uh, at Joey C Vitali Um and i would love it i mean i always feel um really cool when i get a dm from someone just saying like hey i heard you on whatever so um yeah, like make my day, feel free to just send me a DM and we can connect from there.
0: Perfect. And you'll be able to find his contact information as well in the show notes. So reach out there. And Joey, thank you so much for taking the time to share your story with us today. I really appreciate that.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. And thank you so much, everybody. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate your time and hope you found value from today. Be sure to share this with someone if you learned something or let us know if you have any questions by visiting us on Facebook at Pancake Digital Solutions. Thanks so much.